0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. People loved by God, have you ever given serious consideration to Jesus' question in today's gospel? Remember, the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling over Jesus' habit of sitting down with tax collectors and notorious public sinners These folks flocked to him probably because he welcomed them and he loved to teach them and they loved to hear him. But they didn't like what they were seeing him do, not one little bit. So Jesus puts a question to his critics. This is a parable, but it starts with an inquiry. Luke 15 verse 4. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? So think about that. What man of you? He's asking, which of you If you had a 100 sheep and you lost one, would leave 99 in the wilderness, the open country, and go and search for the lost till you found it? Would you do that? I mean, wouldn't it be obvious that that would mean risking Losing the 99 and having them scattered every which way while you with your obsession went after the one that was lost? What man of you? I think if we're honest with ourselves today, people loved by God, we'd be looking at Jesus like he was a little crazy and we'd be saying, um, none of us, none of us would behave like that. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But he's got more to the question, of course. What man of you also runs through the hole? So what man of you, when you found your sheep, when lay it on your shoulders and hurry home rejoicing, and when you get back home, call together all of your friends and all of your neighbors and say, come, rejoice with me. I found my sheep that was lost can you see the pharisees and the scribes kind of like looking at each other and wondering what on earth is he saying what kind of a person would par- would throw a party because he found one silly sheep that had wandered away i mean have you guys been to any sheep finding parties lately? Me either. What man of you would do such a thing? And we look at Jesus and we confess honestly, not one of us. Oh well, says Jesus, you know what? There is more joy before the angels of God over one sinner repenting than over 99 righteous who need no repentance. Now the ancient fathers of the church, they love to say that the 99 righteous, they were the angels. And the one who was lost, that was Adam. And in him, all of us. But these holy angels, they ring all the joy bells of heaven whenever a lost sheep That is, a lost, sinful human being is found by Jesus and carried back to the fold, brought back to the choir of the angels and all of redeemed humanity. They hold a big old fat fiesta just to celebrate. So what man of you? None of us? Maybe that's why God said through Isaiah, chapter 63, I looked, but there was no one to help. I was appalled, but there was no one to uphold, so my own arm brought me salvation. What we would not do for a lost sheep of ours, this our God has done for us. Jesus is the revelation of the soul man, the God-man, whose delight in his lost sheep, fallen Adam, Remember how you sing it? In Adam, we have all been one, one huge rebellious man. It's not content to sit aside and say, oh, well, I guess I lost that one. Instead, thy strong love had sought a sill, and sent thine only son, that we might hear his shepherd's voice and hearing him be one. And then Jesus shifts the image again, right? But you see the pattern's the exact same. Same story. 10 silver coins one lost so the woman lights the lamp sweeps her house searches till she finds it eureka here it is i found the lost coin that's a little makes a little bit more sense than leaving the 99 in the wilderness but at the ending of the story i mean how many of you guys have been to a coin finding party lately yeah me either But Jesus says there is joy and there is celebrating among the angels of God over a single sinner who repents. I don't want to skip over that because he says it twice who repents. It's not the sinner as sinner that Jesus rejoices over, or the angels, it's the sinner. repents? And if you ask, well, what does that mean? Well, it certainly includes exactly what you heard at the start of the gospel reading, right? It starts with sinners coming to hear Jesus and then being welcomed by him and sitting down and eating with him. But it also includes, in the very blunt words of the formula of Concord of the Lutheran Confessions... To repent means nothing other than to truly acknowledge sins, to be heartily sorry for them, and to stop doing them. Oh, yeah. Repentance involves that last thing, too. Not that Christians can ever be without sin entirely. It's absolutely true that if we say we have no sin, we're just fooling nobody but ourselves. But it's also true that sin is not going to have dominion over you because you are not under the law but under grace. So now we must go back to Jesus and the party that he throws, the party over the sinner who repents. Have you realized yet what it is? When and where do sinners gather to hear Jesus and where does he still Welcome and receive them and eat with them, and the angels have joy over it. Where? Oh, there! The Eucharist, the Holy Supper. This is where the angels are ringing their joy bells as Jesus carries us back into their company, and we get to sing with them holy, holy, holy. Here is where the Savior of sinners gives a gift that shows he is not like anyone else, not like any of us. St. Paul put it so beautifully in Romans 5. God shows his love And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, since therefore we have now been justified by his blood. much more, shall we be saved from the wrath of God by him, justified by his blood. So when you hear that, you need to remember that he tells you where you can find the blood that has justification in it. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is poured out for you For the forgiveness of sins. When you, poor sinner, come to the table of Jesus and hear his words and hold tight to them and believe what he says, you receive exactly that, forgiveness of sins in his holy blood. And by that blood, you are justified, your sins covered before God, and so Jesus' blood saves you from wrath. So back to the opening question. What man of you? What woman? Well, we know the answer. Only one man. Only Jesus. Only one woman. His bride, his holy church. And yes, the sacrifice was made for each one of you. As if you were the only one. As if you were the only one who ever needed it. No. It doesn't make any sense to human reckoning to see one as more valuable than the 99, but that's how God thinks, and that's how God operates, and that's why you have a Savior, and that's why you get to come today to your Savior's party to celebrate his love for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.